Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the BB Show. As always, I'm your host, Biebs. I'm joined by my co-host, Chen. Uh, we're here today. We're here for Week 18's preview. Uh, but before we do that, we got to talk about what happened on Monday Night Football. So, um, touchy subject, but Chen, what, what are your thoughts, you know, on just kind of the way the NFL handled the DeMar Hamlin situation? Oh, yeah. So, oh, listen, there's a couple disclaimers before we even touch on this. Uh, one, this is probably... The, the first time I'm like, well, this is nice that we have a relatively smaller audience um, because <laughs> any one of my words, I mean, that I've seen from Twitter, you know, interviews, I mean, people, it kind of feels like are looking for um, people to attack, honestly, for a freak incident that, listen, it, there's no <laughs> easy way to talk about something that a, a guy was cardiac arrest. I mean, he was, I believe for a little bit on that field, heart was not beating, pr not pronounced dead, but you get the idea. The closest thing you can really get to death on a football field. And we have not seen that in my time, you know, on earth. I haven't seen it in recent history. Um, it was just a very unprecedented thing. And I think really at the end of the day, everything should be directed towards DeMar Hamlin. I mean, the people that have been doing it right are the numerous amount of people that his toy drive was the goal. On, I don't know if you've seen this story. The I goal was $2,500. And I believe now it's over $7 million raised. Wow. And that's, you know, there's no really good. I almost, it's so hard to phrase something like this, you know. Because something like that happening on a football field is not good. But in the same breath, it is nice to see um, so many people doing good things as much as they can to really help restore um, that just kind of pain that, you know, DeMar Hamlin's family is going through. And actually, from reports, uh, his all his brain activity is there. I know the yeah, initial fear was... I heard he's finally, you know, we're here on Thursday. I heard he's finally responsive. Uh, his eyes are open and he's like squeezing fingers. Yeah, actually, he uh, and because they're still working on his oxygen, um, he obviously can't verbally respond. But when they handed him paper, the first thing he wrote down was who won the game. So did he really? Yes, I did yes. not hear and, that story. Yes, that came out probably an hour ago, and that's where um, again, like this is not a hap like oh my positive gosh. thing that happened, but it is very positive now in the sense that um. Damar Hamlin, I mean, his brain, everything is intact. Like he's so. I, I saw a story and I did a little research. I think it's I, I'm, well, it is true. Um, there was a guy, so they haven't like officially diagnosed what happened to him yet. But I guess when you take like blunt force trauma to your chest, like this mm -hmm. very specific spot in your chest at like this precise time in the electrical cycle of your heartbeat, which I'm not a doctor or very well versed, but that's the best I can explain it. Uh, this can happen. I don't know the name of it, but you can go into cardiac arrest if you take enough trauma right in between at this certain spot in your heartbeat. Uh, and it happened to a guy in the NHL in like the 90s. And he got hit by a slap shot like in the chest, the exact same thing. Uh, and he collapsed. I don't think he stood up um, like DeMar Hamlin did, but he did collapse and then went into cardiac arrest. They had to take him out the whole like very similar situation. Um, and wow. then he ended up like playing like four more seasons. Like he wow. was completely fine. 
like survives, no long-term effects, no long-term damage. Um, so if that is indeed the diagnosis for DeMar Hamlin, uh, encouraging stuff um, for his future, if that is what happened to him. No, absolutely. And um, I know initially football was, when this right away happened, kind of way out of the picture. It was just, you know, we want to make sure he lives. Um, once he was more stabilized, it was like, well, is he going to be the same? You know, when you're kind of gone for that long of a time, you never know. Uh, but the brain's all there. He's still that, you know, great, fun, energetic soul that is Bill's teammates. And really a lot of people around the world were seeing just loved him as a guy. And um, it, it is just, it's nice to see that, you know, just kind of the, the, the positive side of humanity. Yeah. There, there's there's yeah. a lot of negativity around the situation and people kind of calling out each other. But now it's it's kind of, you know, on the the, the come up, it's, it's going well. Uh, I really loved, uh, you know, Dan Orlovsky. Like, I don't know if he's going to get hate for this on ESPN. And a lot of people like to say thoughts and prayers. But actually, you know, after the situation was kind of touched on and explained, did pray over you know, him on live television. And I think that took a lot of guts, um, whether it does anything for his job status or whatever. I don't really know what ESPN has for their agenda. Uh, good for him. And it's, it's good to see that stuff works, man. You know, and just, yeah, that's a, I can't really some fantastic news. <laughs> well said. And, and, you know, I think that, you know, what struck me was everyone did a really good job that night of like realizing that football didn't matter. Um, and, right. um, eventually and we're not there yet. Uh, the NFL will have to play again. Um, which is, a, it's just very weird, which it's good that we are hearing good news about him, which makes that, I think that transition back to football, uh, a lot easier because let's say, you know, something had taken a turn for the worse, or he was still, you know, no updates, uh, for the NFL to go out and play again would have been really hard. Um, I think the fact right. that he was not okay that night is the reason why this game wasn't played on Tuesday. You know, um, if, he had, if he had woken up in the ambulance on the way to the hospital and been fine, right, that sort of thing, I think they probably would have finished the game on Monday. Um, but it did mm -hmm. not. It was a very dire situation. And I think the NFL made the right call. Um, I'm going to credit, from what I've heard, I'm going to credit Zach Taylor a lot when it comes to making that call because I heard a story that uh, he went over to Sean McDermott um, after they came out for that five-minute warm-up and McDermott was like, I can't be here. I need to be at the hospital. And then Zach Taylor was yeah. like, all right, well, let's, you know, from there, the coaches took their teams to the locker room. Um, and I don't think that the NFL, uh, you know, and, and I'm not discrediting the NFL at all. They were probably in New York, you know, in their offices and they don't know the severity of the situation, right? They're not there. Um, and so I think that that was a good call by the coaches to just say, I mean, those guys, you know, you saw their faces. They clearly were not ready to play football again that quickly. Oh, absolutely. No, I just... The way that, that whole just uh, there was no way guys were going to go on the field. It, absolutely, at least definitely from the Bills front, even the Bengals. You saw uh, it, it's just it was not the time to play football. So that's uh, honestly, to be honest with you, I actually was a little upset. I understand the NFL was in New York, but that that five minute warm up, why was that even entertained? I, I mean. Once you saw guys like in tears, I just all just in disbelief. You got to understand that football is not going to be played uh, that night. 
and say it was a little temporary suspended. We'll let you know. No, no, no. Like, call the game. <laughs> um, and furthermore, there, there was another. I wish I knew the podcast. There's, I saw a clip where the guy kind of broke down after this new collective bargaining agreement. A lot of the uh, benefits that were not stripped, but more or less reduced when it came to money clauses in um, just, you know, healthcare and how long you need in the league to be in the league for to be vested you know, long-term benefits to, yeah, there's yeah. A, a, a lot of stuff that I was not aware of. And it, it, it really, um, for lack of better words, gave me a worse view of the NFL than I kind of already had. I kind of <laughs> viewed them as a, uh, well, they like to hide concussions and the true long-term of head trauma and stuff like that. Uh, and now we're learning it's really just all just bodily trauma. I mean, I mean, they, they don't, for the amount of money this league pulls in that goes to the owners and whatnot, uh, the fact that, you know, even these, some of these guys, I, I heard the argument that their contract should be fully guaranteed for seasons because of the fact that you're risking your life. <laughs> yeah. And it's whether definitely it's not immediately, you know, whenever the next CBA rolls around, it, it, there, there will be some changes. Um, and I think the players will definitely gain some ground um, in that sense. Um, and it's a tough thing to go because when it comes to like, you know, that being vested in pensions, right? Like you can't, this sounds bad, but you can't give, you know, the guy, everybody a pension <laughs> because some of those guys, difficult. you know, some of those it guys, is. they make it to one training camp and they were an NFL player. And, you know, they got cut on their first year and they never played in the NFL again. So it's like the NFL can't pay them out a pension when they have no tenure. So there has to be some sort of rules. Now, I, I think that there should be more. What, what my solution to this, to this problem would be um, simply playing time, you know, find a way to come to an agreement that if a high talented second year player like Damar Hamlin uh, gets hurt and never plays again in his second year before he's vested. Um, but he played X amount of snaps, right? For his, or X right. amount of percentage of snaps for his team. Uh, he gets some sort of, I don't, you know, I, I'm not some sort of yeah. pension, whatever you want, you know, severance package, something. Um, so he's not completely out of money for the rest of his life. And you know, maybe you know, like Ryan Shay's year situation, right? Can, he's Very forced him, to walk yeah. differently the rest of his life. So, um, yeah. you know. I'm no, I don't work for the NFL. I'm just kind of spitballing ideas, but I, I do see the NFL side of like, you know, we can't pay out a pension to Timmy Smith. Oh, Timmy Smith is actually a real person. Uh, um, you know, John Johnson to who, who played one too. preseason snap, right? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So um, I get it, but there needs to be more for, if he never plays again, he, he there needs to be something here. I would say say this um, because I, I do hear where you're coming from. You can't pay some of these guys, um, even like one year players for their entire lives. Some are going to live to be 70, 80, right? Yeah. But, I mean, what happens if a guy makes the 53 man his rookie year and then gets cut next training camp, but never plays a snap? Right. So there's so it, many. Absolutely. You know, there's more yeah. NFL players than a lot of people realize, right? Like, um, yeah, it's like not, almost like 3000. I mean, maybe yes. A little over. And even more so like there's, you know, so many guys that 
played one year and then got cut or made it to a camp and got cut on the second day cuts. Right. And, you know, mm-hmm. they've got a helmet sitting in their basement and they tell their kids, yeah, you know, the, the saints brought me in and I uh, wasn't good enough, but you know, I did it right. I lived my dream. I made it to the NFL and that, you know, so, but then there's also guys who play for 15 years because they're Ray Lewis or they're Peyton Manning, right. Or they're Brett Favre. So it, it's a very, you know, people don't realize that there's more, there's a lot more NFL players than you see on TV. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I think just the quick fix would be the, you know, the guaranteed salaries for the guys. In the I think it's good, man. I think, I, I think that that's, you guarantee a dude 800, 900, and you may raise the minimum, just guaranteeing a dude that kind of money for even just a year so that you have that opportunity if you were to get hurt or whatever to invest. Just give the guys a shot is really my kind of whole stance on the issue. And they should be getting overpaid in the sense that we've now seen the situation of a guy's life could have been immediately ended on the field. But off the field, just like mentally, the amount of guys that are dying young from either mental like problems or like physical ailments, like stuff that – and you bring up Brian Chazier, he's not dead, but your life has changed forever after the field. And that's something you don't get from basketball. It's rare. You, know, you can get it. Yeah. Even like soccer, baseball, it's more rare, but the NFL is kind of a regular occurrence. And so that's why I think their contracts should be in a bit of a league of their own. And we see NBA guys make more money. I, I get there is less yeah. guys in the roster, more money you go around, but uh, I don't know, man, you know, NFL does a lot better numbers. I, I think they, uh, have no, I, they could I, I agree. I mean, to. Um, when you really look at it, the NFL, um, it, it does make sense on paper why the top 5% of NBA players, you know, make more money than the top 5% of the NFL. Uh, I think they're yeah. less replaceable. Um, and that sounds bad, but uh, it's true, right? No, we've, we've had debates on this podcast about why running backs don't matter at all. So, um, yeah, it's, it's it. But, but I think raising the floor of, salaries would be a really just kind of a baseline starting point for this problem. Um, and I'm sure the NFL, you know, we're, we're so fresh off this and we're, we're being really speculative right now with our conversation. I'm sure the NFL will do something in response long-term. I'd hope so for this situation. you know, and I'm sure the NFL PA will definitely bargain for something, some sort of change to be made um, in light of this situation. Um, and you know what, maybe, you know, Best case scenario, maybe DeMar Hamlin's back on the field next year, right? Like, you know, I, yeah. it, it'd be crazy to think about, but, um, you know, I think at the bare minimum, uh, new chest protective equipment, if, the, if truly, the, you know, whatever, it's going to happen. Um, if he was put into cardiac arrest by blood force trauma to the chest, uh, that that is def- the NFL will definitely take that. I, I It's such a freak occurrence that, you know, I don't know yeah. if he's going to do anything, but, you know, it is what it is. Um but yeah, I mean, any any other closing thoughts? You know, I I, I want to say this too. It, it was very like, I'm still interested, I guess, to see how this plays out with, you know, now that we know he's okay, we can talk about this. But to see how it plays out with playoff seating, because I, I do you know, I really haven't seen much on what they're gonna do. I heard that they it's were, gonna be a no contest. Well, I know it's a no contest, but I heard they were thinking about taking the winning percentages and using that to def- to decide the seating in the AFC. Wow. So like the Bills winning percentage comparative to the Chiefs would get the one seed, right? And then the Bengals um, comparative Ooh. to 
you know, whoever else. That's very right? interesting. Yeah. Um, which I think is interesting. Um, and, and it's probably the best solution if they're not going to make it a tie, which is uh, what I was, you know, the problem with doing a tie is it's technically a half win and a half loss. So I can see why that would be interesting. Um, so no contests. I don't know. I don't know. It's a, it's a very weird situation. I'm sure we'll know more uh, come next week heading into the wild card. So, oh yeah, absolutely. I'm sure we'll have you know answers and news, you know, for yeah. our predictions for the playoffs going forward. But uh, yeah, just closing thoughts. Just glad prayers were answered. Glad that yeah. Demar Hamlin is gonna still be Demar Hamlin, whether he may, he gets to play football again or not. Uh, he's alive right now, and that's really all that matters. And uh, so we'll, we'll continue the show kind of as normal, but obviously that's an event that, I mean, just is a rare event in history, let alone the history of football. Um, so it had to be talked about. But fantasy frenzy, obviously, given the yeah. Monday night implications, we had to do something a little different. I'll let you uh, explain things a bit. Yeah, so I was up by a lot, um, but not impossible to come back from. It was, I believe it was 134 to 78. And you still had Josh Allen, Joe Mixon, and Evan McPherson. Um, so we both came to the agreement that I would likely win. Um, so I I was credited with the win. And as for the points contest, um, we have decided to just make the score 15 to 0 uh, based solely off of discussion that was the points differential that we deemed would be most likely um, and what we deemed would be uh, – fair to give myself to gain an edge if that makes sense so yeah. our total points did not move at all i just got 15 more comparative from week going into week 17 so that leaves me at five and eight and you at eight and five and i'm at 17 12 for total points and you're at 17 60 um so um you do get the first pick as um you know what am I saying? As you lost, yeah. technically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it's, it's a good way to put it. And man, this is Phil's are this, this is gonna take me longer to pick. It's probably gonna take you longer to pick. Reason yeah, being, I mean, we can, um, yeah, it's it's week eighteen. This is it's gonna be difficult. So got a lot of names that are gonna be. We haven't seen them all year on this show, uh, because well, quite frankly, some guys are getting rested. Uh, we don't know. They're going to play a half. They're not going to play at all. But given that, I do know the Bengals, uh, the division is on the line, uh, I believe, with the Ravens. Yes. So I'm going to take Jamar Chase because I don't think he's going to get pulled, <laughs> given that game has a lot of volume. And, well, he's just the best receiver on the board. And so, yeah, I just really hope this is not a uh, Juster, Justin Jefferson-esque bust for me because that was brutal last week yeah yeah that's that's a fair take uh i'm gonna do it i'm gonna take travis kelsey um i, I didn't we take I, him last week did we yeah he took him right away i was oh yeah i'm kelsey I just, I just tweaked uh you're right trust me i would have taken him <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i was confused why you didn't but i was like oh maybe he thinks the uh you know the, the they're gonna pull him or sit him um, I want to double check this then because I'm going to follow that up. I'm going to grab a receiver then. And I, I think this is very, very interesting conversation with what I'm going to do a receiver here. But uh, I'm going to take Amon Ross St. Brown in a do or die game against the Packers um, mm. simply because I know he's going to play the whole day. This is very interesting. And I'm 
I'm going, you know, I don't have many notes prepared for this. I've been on the road, so I might be at a disadvantage. But I'm going to St. Brown with my first pick. All right. No, no, no. Imagine receiver. I can respect oh, that. No worries, man. No worries. I'm going to take Derrick Henry. Uh, oh, okay. He's playing the Jaguars. I am uh, expecting a field day. I understand the Titans have been kind of cold, but they're going to feed Derrick Henry. They're going to try and get into the playoffs. It's do or die for them uh, in the AFC South, just like it is for, well, the seventh spot in the NFC North battle Packers lines. But who, who's next? Who, who you got? I'm going to grab Christian McCaffrey. Um, I think they're going to mm. play their guys. I yeah, I just do. Mm. You know, maybe maybe he doesn't sit to play the fourth quarter or something, but uh it, when a guy's I mean, shoot, ESPN hasn't projected twenty-four points. So um wow. I, yeah. I think he's gonna play. And if he doesn't, well, I'll I'll take the take the L. But he's too good not to draft. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh boy, you know, I, I split and uh I think, yeah, I think I'm going to have to double up on running back here. Terrible outing last week, but uh, I'm really hoping Dalvin Cook turns things around. Um, the Vikings are playing for seeding. Uh, they do need every home field game they can get from what we've seen. Uh, so hopefully he uh, has a similar day to Derrick Henry on Sunday. That is that is fair. That is fair. Um, let me see. Double check he's available. Um, and what did he do last week? Was he decent last week? He was. Cool. All right. Uh, I'm gonna take Josh Jacobs. Um, mm. they're out, so he's gonna play, you know, and he's been solid all year. He's gonna get the ball because they're starting Jared Stidham. So uh, I'll take Josh Jacobs as my RB2. Nice, nice. This is this is where things get interesting. No, nah, no, no, no. I, I could, I'll nab wide receiver two here, but I'm really unsure of my flex. Uh, CD Lamb is kind of a. I feel like I pick him a lot, but it's quietly, usually solid. It's very quietly having a top five season. Just want that. Yeah, too. it's yeah. He doesn't put up like the monster stat lines, but I love his floor. Uh, so lock in CD Lamb right there. Yeah. Uh, would I be an idiot to, to, to take Mike Evans? I mean, I, I mean, I'm just, I mean, I don't know. He kind of just had a great week. It's not like Brady's MO to have a guy do that again, but I mean, if he does it like again, you'd be mad if take... you didn't pick him. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Actually. You're right. Oh, <laughs> uh, wow. It sounds like you don't want me to take him. Um, he's playing know, Atlanta. Man. They're, they're in, right? The bucks are they're They're in their division champions, no matter what happens. So, yeah, um, I I think I'll stay away because Brady is the type of dude to just rest everybody because he's Brady and he's the coach basically. Um, yeah. But with that being said, I'm gonna flip it around and um, go back to running backs here. Sorry, I'm going off. Uh, huh. wait, oh, actually, oh, I took AJ Brown last week. Dang it. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take a risk here, but I've got a good feeling about it. Travis Etienne um, Jr. Uh, again, if they're going to win, I think he's going to get the ball. So, And they're in a do-or-die game. 
So there's my logic there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's sound logic. Uh, boy. You know, and uh, it, it, uh, what the heck? I, I got big names that bust. So if this guy busts, it's anyone can. You know what I mean? It's game fantasy football, but this yeah. is definitely a risk at the flex spot. Cam Akers. Wow. Uh, wow. I mean, I mean, it's clarifying, all right? It, it, he was like two weeks removed from that huge game. Hey, I started him in the championship last week. So I guess I right, like he's he's coming around and he just plays better at the end of the year. I believe it was like two years ago we kind of helped that Rams, you know, in the or was it even last year? Last year with the playoffs. Regardless, like it's, it's his track record. In the beginning of the season, he gets all this hype, doesn't do anything, but he turns it on at the end. And uh, I know the Rams don't have anything to play for, but they do have to play for contracts, really roster spots when you're running back. <laughs> so. Copany has big day, man. That is fair. That is fair. Um, I'm gonna. T- so I'm going really, really off the wall here for a wide receiver too. I don't know if we've picked this guy all year. Um, well, but he didn't is, take Cam Akers. He is eliminated from the playoffs, and I think he's developing a good connection with a quarterback. That um, let me make sure he's playing. Oh. He's limited participation. I think he's going to play. I'm still going to take him just for the sake. If, if, I, if this burns me, I don't care because it's worth it. Uh, I'm going to take probably perhaps the quietest top 10 season out of a fantasy receiver I've ever seen. And maybe I just look like an idiot for thinking that he's been quiet. I'm going to take Amari Cooper in a must hmm. win. In a spoil, that is quiet. In a, in a spoil the Steelers making the playoffs game. Wow. I, I, you know, I think it's quiet because he'll go for like 26, 30 points. And like the next week, he'll have two. But yeah. then the following week, he, like he's very boom or bust. But yeah, no, it's, it's very actually so, solid flex. Uh, pick. What we did, uh, so, okay, well, never mind. He's actually been, as the, he's getting better at the more that he plays with Watson. Like he had a clear drop in numbers and then he's starting to pick up again. Certainly if that makes sense. Gotcha. So. I hear you. I hear you. Um, he's on the board, so I'm gonna take him. Patrick Mahomes. That they do still have playoff seating to play for. Um, so yeah, I just there's that. That <laughs> That's is quarterback on the board. Solid. Uh, remember that one time you picked. Let me make sure he's available. Yeah, remember that one time you picked T.J. Hawkinson and he scored like 35 on me. Um, I'm hoping that happens again here as the Vikings are playing for seating. So I'm gonna take T.J. Hawkinson. Yeah, that's that's very valid, man. Uh, man, I'm gonna, this this could turn into the old thirty point swing. I, I'm gonna take yeah, old gonna Mark take, Andrews. Oh wow! I thought I was gonna take somebody else. I, I knew Evan Ingram take. was on the board. I, that's what I thought you were gonna take. <laughs> I, I, I knew uh, what's his, yeah. There's Higby's been better, but I'm gonna go with Mark Andrews because yeah, that's a big game, and uh, I, I just think he's gonna have a big night, at least a touchdown. He just can't bust yeah. so. Kick it back yeah. to you. Um, all right. Uh, I'm going to take the Vikings defense. I know they're bad, but Justin Fields is not <laughs> playing this week, and they're playing the oh. Bears. So there's okay, my thinking there. Um, and so, you know, take take it with yeah. a grain of salt. But I know they're not that great a defense, but it's a really good matchup. Yeah, the logic tracks with that. Uh, 
I'll go with the Cowboys. They play the Commanders, who I believe they don't even get to play spoiler at this point. You know, the Cowboys are going to make the playoffs, and I, I think it might be Sam Howell starting, so they might just feast on a rookie. Regardless, Commanders don't have an intimidating offense. This should be a good defense pick. Yeah, I'm going to take Justin Tucker. Your pick. <laughs> no, no <Yeah>. explanation. <laughs> no, yeah, that's the uh, Mahomes of quarterbacks. I'll take uh, Chris Boswell. Ah, nice. Uh, nice. A little head-to-head matchup. I'm telling you right now, the Steelers. We're gonna have to do some sort of like award show, and we're just gonna like the quietest, you know, sneakiest playoff season ever. Uh, yeah, goes to the Steelers, but we'll figure something out um, next yeah. week for for our regular season like finale. Uh, for yeah. quarterback, this is very, very interesting situation. Dyer, um, mm-hmm. is he really projected 26 points? How is that even If he possible? plays. How is that even if possible? He, I know it's Jalen Hurts, but I'm <laughs> staying away. How is that even possible? I will have to stay away. Um, and I'm going to do something uh, a little crazy here, all right? I thought about doing it last week. I'm glad I didn't. But uh, when the big money's on the line, you know, end of the season, need a win, um, I'm going to ride with number 12, baby. I'm taking A-Rod. Nice. Nice, man. Even I love that pick. Holmes <laughs> rogers duel. Yeah. yeah Got to take uh, him. Got to take him. Playing that, just that sucky Detroit defense, man. You hey, know? man, if Matt Flynn can hang 500 yards and six <laughs> touchdowns in a season finale in Lambeau against the Lions years ago, I think Rodgers can get the same. I would hope so, man. I would hope so. So that re- that finishes our Week 18 Fantasy Frenzy. And just so you guys know, we will continue doing it throughout the playoffs before we determine uh, the overall winner. Um, but with that being said, um, all players will be available each playoff week. So when we get to the Super Bowl, we'll be drafting from two teams to fill out an entire roster. <laughs> so it will be, it'll make, that. it'll keep the idea behind it of keeping things interesting will still be there, but the format will change a little bit. Um, we are not going to, you know, if we pick Josh Allen in the AFC Championship and he makes it to the Super Bowl, uh, somebody will be able to use Josh Allen the next week. And that goes for the wild card rounds as well because you're down to half as many players available. So we have to do it that way. Um, but with that right. being said, um, let, let's jump in week 18 picks. I, and, and to start off a week 17 recap, we did wash the Monday night game. Um, so in the past with ties, we've counted them as losses because I feel like with a tie, uh, you picked a winner and that person did not, that team did not win the game. Uh, that is not the case with a no contest. So uh, that yeah. leaves me uh, where we left things on Sunday, on Monday night when we recorded uh, 13 and two. You were 11-4, and Jake was 8-7, and seven, so a pretty good debut performance from our boy Jake. Um, hopefully he'll be back soon. Um, we'll probably have him back in the playoffs for whenever the Vikings, um, you know. Bounced. Well, probably before that. But hopefully we're, we're hoping for a, a rematch, but we'll see how it plays out. Um, yeah. But as for the final, you know, push here, like I was saying, uh, I'm down by three. I have 149 and one wins and 106 losses you have 152 and 103 so uh i gotta make up three games this week um and before the super bowl so we're running this one through the playoffs as well which will get very very dicey especially if it comes down to the super bowl because that would be pretty fun um, oh yeah uh so with that being said chiefs raiders is the first game this week on saturday 
I am taking the Chiefs. I, I, I'm not hesitating. I'm not picking the Raiders with Jared Stidham no. to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. So, nope, not at all. It, it might Glad be closer than people want page. it to have, but yeah, Chiefs. Now, uh, the other Saturday game, or one of them, uh, Jaguars Titans AFC South division title. And I know you've got Derek Henry on your fantasy team, on your fantasy frenzy team. So I'm interested to see where you go here. Oh man. Well, I'm torn at how this is going to go, but I feel like every time I take the Jags, they just don't play well. And I I have this feeling. I I just have this feeling that Titans, they're just going to win. I think the Vrabel's just going to coach. They're going to, it's going to be low scoring because it's a division game. I don't think that favors the Jags. Um, but I, I would also not be shocked. This goes complete other way. I, I mean, the Jags have been hot. They've been. Yeah. Kind of I, mean, I mean, the Titans haven't looked great, man. They, they lost to the Texans and here I am picking them, but I'm, I'm pretty confident in the Jaguars this week. Um, I don't even know who's starting at quarterback for the Titans. Cause I don't even think. Bill yeah. Lewis that's healthy. the risk. I'm willing um, to take, man. but I'm really I feel like I, I feel like I have to take the Jaguars because I feel like I was on this, like I, I built this boat of Jaguars playoffs in like week 13 or something when it was not looking possible. And here we are yeah. on the the final hurdle for me to like will this team or, or for this to come true. And uh, I have to stay loyal to that. So, and with that being said, yeah. I still think the Jaguars are going to win hot team, cold team. I'm picking the hot team especially when I don't know who's their starting quarterback. So uh, as great as Mike Vrabel and Derrick Henry are, got to take the Jaguars. No doubt, man. Can't push back uh, there. Patriots, Bills. What are you thinking here in Buffalo? I think Patriots are going to choke. Really? I'm going to choke. I think the Bills are just going to play with a lot of fire. I, I just... I am, uh, Bill, yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't know, man. I just don't feel good picking against the Bills. Man, I'm it's... torn, man, because it could go either way, right? The Bills could go win a Super Bowl um, because of what happened, or they could just not look like the same team at all. Um, but yeah. if I had to guess, knowing Buffalo's history, losing Super Bowls is a part of that. So uh, I, I think I got to ride with Buffalo here as well. Um, I, I just don't see them not coming out and playing with 150% this week. And if it were any other week, I'd pick the Bills. So if they have more motivation to win, I'm taking Buffalo. Hear you. Yeah. Here's an interesting one. The Browns have a chance to spoil the Steelers uh, in Pittsburgh. What are you thinking here? Because uh, I'm kind of on the fence. I could see this going either way. Going to be close. Ugh. Division, they're all division games this week. So I know, like, I love they're it. all gonna be close. It's so it's so toxic. Um, yeah, man, I, I just don't see something stopping Mike Tomlin from getting the winning record. <laughs> yeah, I have to, sense. especially I the Browns. <laughs> like if, if it was gonna be somebody, it would have been like the Ravens or the Bengals. Kenny Pickett could be the Browns uh, quietly rookie of the year right now, in my eyes, outside of Garrett Wilson, but. Um, Given the circumstances, his numbers, I saw something. He's like the third by like by pro football focus, like the third highest rated quarterback since like week eight or week, you know, whenever. Wow. It's yeah. He's been like one interception and 
maybe I'm way off, but he does not turn the ball over for a rookie quarterback. It's very yeah. impressive. I think they found their guy, man. I, I got to be honest. He gives me just that Roethlisberger vibe, <laughs> and they just got to build the defense around them, and then they'll have their success. I, um, yeah, I think he's your way. Yeah. Um, I'm paying, with that being said, I got to take the Steelers, right? Hot team and the team that's out of the playoffs. Uh, and then the Mike Tomlin stuff. I was trying to bait you into taking the Browns, but it didn't work. So, um, can't do it. <laughs> I did take him last week, man. I did take him last week. And I do want to check something because I'm going to bet I forgot about this number. Okay. So it doesn't matter because I picked against him. Uh, that, that, uh, 49er stat last week that I used to pick the commander's loss, uh, teams are now 0 14. After playing the 49ers, but uh, the Raiders, oh, wow. I picked the Chiefs to play the Raiders. Chiefs over the Raiders last week. So um, here's here here's here's another interesting one. Ravens in Cincinnati for what I believe, and I don't know how they're going to play this out, but for what I believe to be the division title. Um, Cincinnati's mm. 11 and five, I believe. The Ravens are 10 and six. So game back. Um, it'll be interesting to see the win percentage, I guess. Um, the Bengals yeah, would be high. The Bengals, I don't know how it's going to work, but the Bengals would be higher. Um, excuse me. The Bengals would be higher if they have one less loss, but the head-to-heads, I don't remember. So, regardless, uh, I'm going to take the Ravens here um, because I, I, I'm just mm. ta- I'm taking a chance. Um, well, you know what? Before I do that, for mm. sure, you can make your pick, but I might I might rescind that because I'm going to check Lamar. I don't think he's playing, and I'm not picking them if Lamar's not playing. I actually am going to go with this. I've been saying this every week that I'm going to take the Ravens, regardless if Lamar's playing or not. But this is where I draw the line. Uh, Actually, the Bengals. He's out. Okay. Well, I will be be saying, I will be switching my pick to the Bengals after I thought he was returning when I took my notes. So. I love uh, Tyler Huntley, but he's not keeping pace with uh, Joe Burrow and the boys. That's, yeah. That's just not going to go over well. Um, I'm, interested to, I'm interested games, to see but... uh, how T. Higgins plays, given the circumstances. So, um, you know, yeah, very interesting. We're just interested to see the Bengals play. So, uh, no Vikings, doubt. Bears, do we need to talk about this? No. <laughs> nah. Unless you think Nate Peterman's going to have a career no. day. Matt it's Flynn Nate type. Peterman. Man, that Vikings mm. pick just got – Vikings defense pick just got so much better. Oh, uh-huh. my gosh. Uh-huh. Three what points. A, what a snipe. Three points, man. man. That's that's at least three interceptions right there. <laughs> um, all right, Jets, yeah. at, Jets at Dolphins. Um, I'm going to go on a limb here. I'm going to take the Dolphins. I really don't want to. But the Jets are just – this is like mm. who's the tallest midget. Like this is – they're really bad teams. Uh, but I think the Dolphins yeah. are at a point where they can still get in and the Jets are eliminated. Uh, and the Jets are just not the type of team in my eyes to play spoiler. They're just not. Um, and the Dolphins mm. are – you know, I don't know if we'll see Tua again this year, but I think that they can win this game. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, you say you don't see him – playing spoiler but I, mean, I think i think they do I mean, it's stingy defense i think it's gonna be skylar thompson again uh I, i'm not sold that the dolphins get this done i'm not rooting for them to make the playoffs but yeah they have been ice cold uh so jets but i'm actually gonna think that trend continues i think the jets win i, I think they okay 
just find a way. Mike White's going to be a bit more healthy. I, I think he's really playing for a job, at least That's a, job, a job next season. That's true. Um, so I like the Jets in this one. That's true. Um, all right. Bucks at Falcons. What do you think in here? This is such bait, man. This it's is bait, but uh, the Buccaneers should win, should handle the Falcons. Uh, they have not actually really looked too good as of late. Um, so not really yeah, I'm, fault, but I think we're on the same page. I think if, if Mariota was still playing, I would be really tempted to take the Falcons here just because uh, the Bucks. I don't think this game matters for them, but mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think Desmond Ritter could beat the Bucks anyways. Like, yeah, you know I what think, I'm saying? I think like, they'll kind of trip them up a bit. Um, they'll, they'll find a way to win this. The other NFC South matchup Panthers in New Orleans. What are you thinking here? This is so dumb. Uh, so, many, so many of these games don't matter. I'll say all. both these quarterbacks are not going to be playing for their respective teams next year. Go with the Saints. No, go with the I have no then. idea why. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go with the Panthers. <laughs> make it interesting. Um, all right. Here's here's the ultimate um, game that doesn't matter. Super Bowl. The, the, the game, that I don't even know what to call it. Uh, this game does mm. not matter at all. Uh, Texans at Colts. And I just want it to be known. I've been thinking about who I'm going to pick all week for this game, and I still don't know, man. I cannot make a case for either team to win this game. So um, go ahead. I'm going to ride with the Colts because Uh, the Texans know that the bear like they can't win because the bears are going to lose. And the bears will get the number one pick then. Uh, Like, I think they just got to know that. I have to agree, and I'm going to take the Colts on that note, but it's like 51-49 in my head because the other side of it is uh, the Texans, you know, they they don't – the Bears aren't going to take a quarterback if they get the number one pick. And so while the Texans are now losing this game intentionally based off the idea that the Bears might trade their pick to another team who wants a quarterback. And uh, while I think that's – probably what would happen uh that's still a hypothetical so this is very like just weird but i think jeff saturday um is not gonna play to lose this game and no. um because he doesn't have the job security that um lovey smith does and so i i will go with the colts here against my better judgment because i actually think the texans are a better team <laughs> yeah they've definitely been playing better as of late this yeah uh, all right, uh, Cardinals at 49ers. I'm taking 49ers. Not really thinking twice about it. I'm just. I will not I be. Picking, I will not be picking uh, the Cardinals. Maybe even no. into next season. Uh, that's a fair <laughs> take. They're kind of on the no pick list. And uh, even if Blau is another good day, Dowdy will. It's against the 49ers, but yeah, 49ers all the way. Yeah. Uh, Cowboys at Commanders. Commanders are eliminated, but I don't mm. see them rolling over. So this, you know, if they're going to play spoiler, I don't think they are. I'm going to take the Cowboys here, but um, I, they're, they're not going to lose on purpose, you know, if that makes sense. No, I agree. It, it'll probably be somewhat of a close game, but I'm just kind of saying this is like a Cowboys tune-up. Uh, I think they could really use a good performance. And uh, there's playoff seating involved. There's yeah. Really no – yeah, nobody's got um, so locked up. Rams at Seahawks, who you got? Seahawks, you know, it's in Seattle. It'll be close. 
but I think the Seahawks are going to win. Um, I, I don't know if that really does anything for Detroit's morale. Like I said, Dan Dan Campbell's a maniac. He's going to make sure those guys come out playing. Um, but yeah, I, I think if Packers lose, Seahawks are in. I have to agree. Um, I'm taking the Seahawks mainly because I don't think I picked against the Seahawks at home all year, and I'm definitely not going to do it against Baker Mayfield and the Rams. So absolutely not the team that'll beat them in, in Seattle. Here's here's where things get a little bit interesting. Giants in Philadelphia. No Jalen Hurts. We don't know. We don't know. Mm. Um, so what do you what are you thinking here? Because the number one seed is not guaranteed. They still have not put it away. Right. And from my knowledge, I don't think the Giants can move here. Uh, like in the sense that like, I don't think their playoff seating changes. Like I believe yeah. it's locked in at six, regardless of what happens. Yeah. So I'm going to take the Eagles, even if Minshew's playing, just, I don't think the Giants have anything to play for. Well, uh, they, 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 probably they, get some rest here. I'm going to take the Giants um, based off. I agree with everything you had to say, uh, but I'm going to take the Giants based off. I'm assuming Minshew plays. If Hertz plays, yeah. I'm screwed. Um, but he hasn't practiced and I'm taking the Giants based off division matchup. I think that's what they have to play for. It's the Eagles and they hate the Eagles. You know, there's nothing more to it. (laughs) You know, Sunday night football. We don't really need to talk about this one. Chargers at Broncos. I have nothing to say about that. No, unless you're planning on riding with the country, man. Are you riding? Absolutely Uh, not. And we we will talk. I want it to be I want to be. I want it to be known. We will be doing off-season dives into the Broncos because uh, I think they mm-hmm. actually have a somewhat decent chance at salvaging this Russ trade um, if they hire the right coach. And if that's Sean Payton, man, mm. I, I, we we could be looking at some you know something nice. So if you're in a dynasty fantasy league, uh, Russ might not be a bad buy if you're in like a super flex or something. But all right, <laughs> um, Sunday night football, uh, Lions Packers. I think we know what we're doing here, man. I'm taking the Lions. Yeah, for the greater good. And uh, I got Green Bay. Yeah. I just hope they ball out, man. Last week was fun to watch. I'm looking forward to Sunday night. (laughs) Mm. Um, Yeah. I do want to, you know, I know he's listening. So, uh, Jake, you know, shout out, Jake. We had a great text conversation um, about the Vikings game. I do want to let you know, Christian, he was – not very pleased with your analysis. And he was said, quote, I was glad I wasn't there because I wouldn't have been able to control myself. So um, he was very upset <laughs> after the game and very upset after listening to our podcast. So uh, I think that was our job so, man. as Packers fans. He uh, rightfully called us both Fairweather fans. And I said, you're probably not wrong because we've been bashing on this team all year. Um, I've stuck with, yeah, Packers, and you know man. what? I'll give I it have. to you. I, I'll I, knock them, but I, I never gave it. I like definitely it. am a. Uh, well, I wouldn't say I'm a fair weather fan because I've clearly always been a Packers fan throughout the year, but uh, I definitely have had my. Um, no, you were disgusted at a certain. Yeah, point, there, there's a be- there's a better word. Faith. Like I, when I hear fair weather fan, I think of like somebody who you don't know who's on the team. Yeah, like somebody who doesn't that root for the team. Yeah. Uh, until they're like playing for championships, right? Or, or like, uh, like that's not, you know, uh, that's not what I would classify myself as. I would classify myself as a um, very 
negative and you know negative Nancy fan, whatever you know, like always see pessimistic, the yeah, pessimistic. There's the word pessimistic mm. fan, but um, yeah, that's that's about it. Um, hey, no, but, and listen, I, I didn't mean to cause any, you know, feelings of disgruntlement. And uh, hey, hey, it's that, that was not games, my intention. It is, it is. Games. But all He's I can say is fair, fair, fair share. So. Hey, listen, I just think you can't be upset. You can't be mad if you have a realistic expectation. And this was a typical Vikings, <laughs> Vikings. Like that's just what they do. And so if his expectations were at the at he also was not very happy in our um, analysis of Jair Alexander's performance and claimed that uh, he had bracket coverage the entire game and that we should watch oh, we the did. tape. Um, did. And I, yeah, did which is a valid argument. I think there was a lot of cover chart two books. They wanted Jair to play aggressive because when he plays soft and off guys, uh, he, he's just not good this is not his mo yeah it's almost um, like we should be doing that all year man. but you know nobody <laughs> yeah yeah uh, you know, just... it is what it is glad joe barry finally figured it out in week 17 yeah. hope he rolls with it but uh mm. all right mm-hmm. i think that leaves us with one last segment that we uh didn't run out of time for last week but we got time for now who he played for a classic yes. staple at this point of um classic our show uh, and I'll go first because I've got a good one. So let me pull up his uh, football reference page on my phone right quick. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to tell you that he is an offensive player. And then I'm going to rip through the teams he played for and give you no years. He is a current player for the last team, I will say. So okay, um, this guy was drafted by the Atlanta Falcons signed with the Cleveland Browns, and now plays for the Tennessee Titans. Nice. (laughs) Um, Okay, so so the hint is signed with Cleveland. Oh, man, there's a trade in there. He was never traded. It's Austin Hooper. Unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. Oh, man, we've never done a tight end. And I was like, oh, I feel like, I feel like I can get a tight end by him. That would be pretty good. No, I can't. Very, very, yeah. Good pull, okay. though. Good, okay. good pull. You know, I'll give you credit for credits, too, because uh, he's been pretty quiet in Tennessee this year. Yeah, yeah, no, I, that might have been just a uh, Madden thing because Austin Hooper, I, yeah, random name. Very, very good one. This, oh, this is, I love these. This is a classic, classic journeyman. Uh, oh, God. So with the Ravens. Ravens use all oh, draft in uh, 2011. So well, offense, the or de- offense or defense? Offense, sorry. Oh, uh, offensive That's player for the Ravens. Ravens offensive player. Yeah. That's so helpful. Well, yeah, you'll, you'll, he's got a career path, right? So right. he was with the Ravens for four years. And, and he was with Buffalo for three years. And then he was with the Browns for a year. And then he went to the Chargers for two seasons. Last season, he was with the Texans, and now he's currently playing with the Giants. What? And I know when I say offensive player, that makes it difficult because outside of Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones, (laughs) Giants offensive players, uh, my bad. They're pretty young, too. That's That's what's weird. Is it a lineman? He is not a lineman. Okay. No. 
Okay. Well, that's good. Um, mm -hmm. I, I, this is a shot in the dark. Did you say he played? How long has he been with the Giants? Just this season. Ah, so it can't he be signed this year. It can't be Matt Burita then, because I'm pretty sure he was there last year. Um, yeah, good shot in the dark. Oh man, this is this is some guard. Who is? The, I don't know who their backup quarterback is. Um, dude, this is a good one. Uh, all right, I, no, I'm I gonna think have you to... do. <laughs> that's that's not encouraging. That's not encouraging. He was a pro bowler, man. He, <laughs> he was, was a pro, pro bowler. bowler, and he's only drafted 20... in 2011. 2015, he's pro bowler. What? <laughs> On what team? Buffalo. Bills. Okay, so it's, I mean, before Josh Allen, that's where things go dark. But I do remember the Fitzpatrick days, um, the Peterman days. He's probably not a quarterback. Now that I'm thinking about ticket the, days. The, no, because that's the EJ Manuel days. Did they move on? He was. He, he was not a pro bowler. They moved on that quick. I, I can't believe it. Madden's Mutt Squads is my last hint. <gasps> Tyrod! <laughs> Tyrod! No! Tyrod Taylor! Out too. You should have said he punctured his lung by a, a doctor. I was, that was, it <laughs> just popped in. And I was like, he was you know, a pro bowler? The, yeah, that, that year they wow. made playoffs, man. Shout out Tyrod Taylor. Everyone forgets about that. Madden legend. Yeah. Absolute uh -huh. Madden legend. NFL Blitz. Uh, you know, Thanksgiving Black Friday Blitz. Yeah, he had, he had 20 touchdowns to the air, six picks, and whatever rushing numbers. That, Just that's the backup like in that. New York? I had no chance of getting that. I had, I had no chance. <laughs> I did not know that. All right. All right. Okay. Things are about to get a little, I, I would like to think, a little more difficult for you here. All right. Because I've made some made an executive decision to actively try and start using more defensive players, which are generally hard. Nice. So with that being said, this is a defensive player. Um, originally drafted by the Arizona Cardinals, then spent time with the Houston Texans, the Kansas City Chiefs, and now plays for the New Orleans Saints. Tyron Matthew. It's ah, so ridiculous. <laughs> it's all ridiculous trying to scale how hard to go with defensive players. Unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. Yeah. I do want it to be known, too, that, um, you know, and no offense to Jake, but he's just not an, a human encyclopedia. So I did have these guys prepped for him as well. Um, mm. Because obviously when we have Luke on the show for NBA Tuesday, I, I like to just cater to him and make him suffer through being an encyclopedia. So um, <laughs> it's uh, – I guess I could have done a little more difficult, but we'll see. We'll see about this last yeah. guy. Feeling decent. Feeling confident, huh? But my so last I got I got one more guy. Um he's, he is younger, so let's make things hopefully a bit easier. Uh he was drafted by the Bills in 2017. He was with them. Is this offense uh, or defense? Offense. Sorry. Okay. Uh he was with them until 2019, where he then got traded to the Raiders. He spent the rest of his career there until last season or this season. He's with the Jaguars currently. 
Bills, Raiders, Jaguars. Jags. Yep. And he was on the Raiders last year. Two and a half seasons with both the Bills and Raiders because he got traded to the uh, Raiders. And I don't remember the the Bills and Raiders ever trading. Mm. Um, Man. Not a lineman either. I'll just rule that out. Or quarterback. Current Jaguars offensive players. Can't be a quarterback. Well, it's not a starting quarterback. Or a running back. It's not Christian Kirk. Zay Jones. I never heard of him before this year. So if it is him, that's my fault. Um... Did you say no? He never played in Detroit, so it can't be Marvin Jones. Mm. Uh, man, I guess I'm gonna say Zay Jones on the fact that I didn't know who he was before this year. But Zay Jones, it's a good guess, um, and it was actually correct. What it was Zay Jones? Oh, what a shot in the dark! Oh uh-huh. my gosh! Uh huh. Yeah, I believe it was traded for a late. One of those like Robbie Anderson trades, or like you know. Like, if you follow the team, you might have caught it back in 2019. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's not like he exactly lit, lit the world on fire when he was with the Raiders. But, yeah, he's or having actually Jones. his best season. with, with yeah, uh, no, yeah, clearly. Best season with the Jags. So. I honestly thought he was a rookie. Good one, man. So there's that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, I can hear the uh, ice cream truck outside. But, uh, all right. This guy is a defensive player. Uh, originally drafted by the Houston Texans. He then uh, spent time with the Seattle Seahawks, the Tennessee Titans, and currently plays Davian for the Cleveland. Clowney. Dude, shut up. Stop. I didn't even know. <laughs> I honestly, when I looked up his name, I was like, oh, yeah, I knew he was in Cleveland. I didn't know he was with Seattle or Tennessee. That's so garbage, man. That's so garbage. I Seattle overpaid. It's so. Somebody either overpaid or traded first. I don't remember if it was Titans, Seahawks. I don't think they overpaid. I mean, I think he's just so, kinda, somebody good. I think he's actually at this point underrated, in my opinion. Probably I had like a very solid like rushing career and or defensive rusher yeah. career, and people just like think he was a bust, and he definitely was not. No, yeah, he, he's no Miles Garrett, but he, he's also a very good pass rusher. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, that, that stuff, man. That that concludes our show. Um, thanks everyone for listening. Um, you know, I, I try, guys. I really do. So send in suggestions <laughs> for what you got. But yeah, that was that was pitiful today. Absolutely pitiful. Um, so I'm down three going into the next week for picks, and I'm down three games. Uh, Got to make them up throughout the playoffs for fantasy frenzy. So thanks again for listening, guys. Be sure to check us out on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. And uh, yeah, we'll be back. Um, most likely Sunday uh, for a recap of week 18 and our definitely playoff uh, outlook going into the wildcard weekend. We're finally here. So we'll either be really happy or really sad after Sunday night football. So, um, Oh yeah. Yeah. Peace out guys. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Take care. 